You are listening to Shades of Grey podcast, episode 41. I am your host, Carmen, and today I'd like to talk about what it means to be an introvert. So let's get started. And hello, everyone. Welcome to Shades of Grey podcast. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. The Shades of Grey podcast is produced every Friday for your enjoyment and show notes are found in the description box as well as shadesofgreypod.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shades of Grey Pod and my personal Twitter at CDGrey89. All social media links are in the description box. Now let's get to the show. Hello, hello, hello. We have made it to Friday yet again. (laughs) Y'all. I am exhausted. I am exhausted and I have developed an eye twitch. (laughs) So for me, what does an eye twitch mean? I'm stressed. I am tired. And something's got to give. That is what I twitch means for me. And uh, y'all, I'm just, I'm just really struggling. If you're new to my show, I doubt that you're new. I only have like six and a half listeners. But I am an introvert. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look up introvert in the dictionary and you will find me, right? But when I do personality tests, you can go check out my ENTJA episode. Um, That is my personality type, ENTJA. And that E stands for extrovert. But here's the thing. I am only an extrovert at work. In my personal life, yo, like I am a recluse. I need, need capital letters, bold it, underline it, put flashy lights around it. I need my alone time. I need my solitude. That is where I recharge, that is where I think things through, that is where I process and download. I need it. And for a little while now, I have not had any. And it's starting to wear on me. My attitude is shit. Like, I'm not even going to front. My patience, like, it's non-existent. I just don't have it. Like, at work, I just do my best to keep my head down because every. (laughs) Everything is annoying, y'all. Everything is annoying. Um, is anyone else like that? Like, do you find peace in in just being by your damn self? <sighs> There's nothing I love more than being by myself. Like, it's just so crazy. And I, I'm just, I'm feeling it. I said all of that to say that I'm just feeling it. I'm feeling, um, 
Like I'm kind of being choked a bit. You know, just... I don't know. I don't know, but... But this is my fault. Because I'm too pussy to have the conversations that I need to have. (laughs) And that's why this episode, I just want to talk about words and how to use them and the power of them. And why it may be so hard for us to have the same conversation with one person versus another person. Am I making sense? Like the conversation that you could have with Jane is an impossible conversation to have with Gemma. You see what I'm saying? And it's just, um, it's just all about navigation. It's just all about tact. It's all about timing. It's all about tone. It's all about delivery and It's hard for me to process those things because I have not had any alone time. (laughs) Like y'all don't get it. Like I do everything by myself. I go out to eat by myself. I go to the movies by myself. Um, I go to museums and art exhibits by myself. I'm going to start traveling more by myself, you know? I've said it once, I'll say it another 100,000 times. Being alone does not mean that you are lonely. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm rambling, but I tend to do that in my intros, right? What do you need to take from this? I'm stressed. I have an eye twitch. (laughs) And it's not like, it's not like a noticeable twitch, but it's like that one that you can feel like right on your eyelid, like right below your brow bone, almost like a ripple. Yeah, it's one of those. So that's how I know it's bad. That's how I know it's bad. And my hope is that a migraine is not soon to follow because that's usually what happens as well. Y'all get migraines? I get a migraine three or four times a year. And, um, or three or four times a year, or when something really traumatic happens, like a death or... You know, something just like really devastating happens, you know, you you know, you lose some money. <laughs> you apply for a job and, and you think that you've gone four or five damn interviews for it and don't get it. Like, yeah, that's usually what happens. What else is going on in my life? This weather in Dallas is with the shits, okay? I'm over it. Don't wait until March to try to get cold and icy because, um... Stop it. You had your chance. You missed it. I'm tired. (laughs) Let's get into it. talk about um the Oscars happened did we care about the Oscars um I mean I didn't watch but I mean let's see let's look and see best supporting actress Regina King if Bill Street could talk didn't she look beautiful again I did not watch but I um you know you see the pictures and see the clips on the internet and whatnot so she won 
for Best Supporting Actress. Let's see. Uh, Best Documentary, Free Solo. I don't know. Um, Best Costume Design was Ruth E. Carter for Black Panther. I can dig it. Best Film Editing, um, John Ottman for Bohemian Rhapsody. That's cool. Um, Best Production Design, Hannah Beachler and Jay Hart for Black Panther. I can dig it. (sighs) Looks like Bohemian Rhapsody got a lot of awards. Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Speaking of Green Book, I think I need to put a pin in that because I want to come back to that and maybe do an episode on it because what I'm tired of and what I think a lot of people are tired of are these like these white savior movies coming out and you know you know trying to make us think that oh all the whites aren't that bad Mm. Mm. some of y'all not that bad <laughs> let me stop but no but no but no I think I think that needs to be a topic and I'm not sure if it needs to be a topic here or a topic on um the reigning opinions podcast but it's a conversation that needs to be had. Like I'm over it. Like the blonde side and and uh, even in hidden figures, you know what I'm saying? Like this white man had to come in and be like, well, she's really smart, you know? Let me stop. I'm going off. Uh, best animated feature, Spider-Man. Um, Into the Spider-Verse. Let's see what else. I have not seen any of these. Best visual effects was First Man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, best original screenplay was Green Book. Again, but nobody, like... Anywho, best adapted screenplay, Black Klansman um, by Spike Lee. Congratulations, Spike, with your teeny tiny self. Um, Best original song, Shallow, A Star is Born. I need to see that. I've been meaning to see that. Um, And then Best Picture, Green Book. I can dig it. Shout out to Mahershala because I like you because you are cute. (laughs) Don't y'all think that Mahershala Ali to me is a very, um, he's an odd beauty and I like it. And he's got swagger. Like he's just so regal and just, he stands up straight. He's got good posture. He's articulate. Mm, I want one. Anywho, what else was like a big topic for the Oscars? Uh, Billy Porter, you may have seen him. He came in the tuxedo dress and had the internets ablaze. I saw, I saw people who loved it. I saw people who hated it. I saw people who felt that this was an agenda, you know, because our country society is trying to um emasculate black men so of course we're gonna put this black man in a dress on the red carpet and we're going to make him best dressed you know on e and all of these things because that is the motive Hmm. do i think that that's the case what does billy porter have to do with your personal masculinity that is the question that i would ask you see what i'm saying 
okay, he's famous. He's on a huge platform. Um, but what he does, I don't feel directly affects, affects you because this, it's the same way that I don't think that Young M.A. or Lena Waithe affect me as a straight black woman. You see what I'm saying? Am I making sense? Answer me the question. Do you feel that Billy Porter showing up in a tuxedo gown is a subliminal attack on black men's masculinity? I mean, let me know. I want to know. You know? Yeah. Um, I also got into an argument with somebody on Twitter about this whole Jesse Smollett situation. And I know that that's old and it's like old news. You know what I'm saying? He's saying that he was set up. Okay. Okay. And then I saw a lot of people saying, well, you know, Ryan Lochte did the same thing. Okay, I get it. Ryan Lochte did do the same thing, but Ryan Lochte was also in a foreign country. So he filed that police report with their police officials. So that kind of wouldn't play into what's going on here in the United States. And then I heard someone also say, well, how is this any different than people who call police on black people and, you know, complain? Also, the difference there is that a police report usually isn't filed. For, for, the, for the decent police officers who see that this is just someone who's just mad and being a jerk, you know, they come, they, um, you know, they listen, and then they're like, don't worry about it, just go back. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's many, it's many layers to this onion, okay? Many layers to that onion, but I don't have time for it. I'm over it. All I know is that for me, Jesse Smollett is canceled okay canceled i'm over it um what else happened this week um that jordan woods girl is still in the news and she went on red table talk to talk about it and i have one question about red table talk when did that turn into like a daytime talk show because i thought that the purpose of that show was to just talk about issues within the 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 the, the our community the issues within our community and by our community i mean black women our community and what's happening you know in our lives and and, and the things that are um affecting us and i just feel like it's just turned into it's turning into a talk show but this could be a one-off because i also heard who knows if this is true that she's like related to um the smiths in some type of way but whatevs right and then i'm also thinking to myself okay girl you came on this show because you wanted to like set the record straight but i also heard this isn't confirmed but i also heard that you signed an nda so what are you really gonna say that you didn't do it are you gonna confess to doing it i don't know i don't know okay uh and I don't like all the shade that she's getting. I don't like all these subs that Chloe and Kim keep doing. Because listen, I think I said this on the last episode. It is literally in the Jenner Kardashian um, uh, user guide to um, go after unavailable men. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. 
so if Jordan's been hanging out with Kylie and your your clan for um teen years, isn't she just staying true to form? No? Okay. Uh what else is going on? I think that's pretty much it. I only have one crazy news story. Um, two people were arrested in Alabama uh, for a buffet brawl over crab legs. Can I can honestly say I have never had a crab leg. I can honestly say it. Alabama police say that a dispute over crab legs at a dinner buffet ended in a brawl that left two people facing misdemeanor charges. Huntsville officer Gerald Johnson, that's a very black name I wonder if he's black sorry um says that he was eating at the meteor buffet when a fight broke out mm -mm -mm. that's so crazy he told WHNT that the angry diners resorted to using the serving tongs as fencing swords as they attacked one another after more than 15 minutes of waiting for crab legs. An elderly man was beaten by a woman as plates were smashed. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. The $10.58 buffet may end up costing the both of them hundreds of dollars in fines. Is it that crucial? Again, I've never had a crab leg, so yeah. And I'll never try a crab leg because I gave up shellfish. But I mean, is it? Somebody tell me. Somebody tell me. Um, I think that's it. I think I want to roll into what I really wanted to speak about today, and I'm only gonna be here for like another like five or ten minutes. Like y'all know how I do. Like I just it's Friday. You just got paid. You got stuff to do, right? Okay. So, as I mentioned earlier, like, for me, I am what I would consider an introvert. Um, so, my personal time is extremely precious to me. Um, and those that know me don't take it personally. Like, you won't hear from me for days. You see what I'm saying? Because I just, I'm a recluse. I'm a recluse and this could be because of life experiences, you know, that has made me this closed off person. I do see myself as socially awkward. Um, but for me, everybody recharges in different ways. And for me, solitude is that way. And I just haven't been getting it. And it's making me cranky and I'm not pleasant to be around and my energy is just often and I know that those around me can feel it um but hey the only way to change that is to give me my 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 solitude right um and then I also wanted to talk about words and I also wanted to talk about um how we use them and how we shouldn't like weaponize them um I made a post on my Facebook the other day and let me pull it up because my brain is just garbage y'all just I'm just so behind in everything and I just can't remember shit (laughs) 
Okay, so I said um, on Wednesday, I want more people to acknowledge that they take it personally when someone doesn't agree with them. And I triggered some folks. <laughs> and it was unintentional because, I mean, and I and I think that this is where Facebook kind of, kind of gets people... Um, pardon my French fucked up tool because okay so you know me right but our relationship is exclusive right so I mean I have a whole entire life but you have a piece of it so whenever I speak on something on my social media platforms they're not directed to anyone specifically unless I state unless I add you so you know it's real but who does that? I'll just call you or I'll just talk to you. Right. Um, but I've just been noticing that in general, in general, I want to reiterate in general, I'm noticing that people. Um, there's a fine line between healthy debate and arguing. Am I making sense? There's a healthy, there's a, there's a healthy, uh, no, there's a fine line between healthy debate and arguing. And I'm finding that people are getting really combative when you do not agree with what they are saying. And then some people take it personally when you say, let's just agree to disagree. Because if I'm firm on my stance and you're firm on yours, let's just agree to disagree. I don't need you to continue to try to beat me over the head with your viewpoint. You see, am I making sense? I really hope that I am. Um, I'm just finding that um, it makes it hard to talk to people. It makes it hard to want to initiate conversation because everything is going to turn into it's going to turn into just something that you really don't want it to. It's just going to turn into something that's just deep and just, and that's not what I want all of the time, you know? And I just, I said what I said. You see what I, I said, what I said, I feel the way that I feel. What's that line from, um, what's that line from Matilda? Uh, I'm big, you're small. I'm right, you're wrong. I'm smart, you're dumb. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> That's how I really be feeling like, dog, I said what I said. Now, don't get me wrong. If we're in the midst of healthy debate and you're coming with facts, and you're coming with um, things to substantiate what you're saying, you could, you could quite possibly sway me. Okay, you could win your case. But guess what? Sometimes your case got to be dismissed. Okay. You have no affirmative defenses. Okay. Sorry. I'm just, I get through in a little legal jargon for you. Um, I just, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. And hey, can we keep, can we keep it a buck? 
Can we keep it a buck? Sometimes I don't want to talk. If I say something and I mean it, and you say, hey, I'm not quite understanding why you would say this or or we should talk about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. I said what I said. I'm all over the place, but hey, this is my show. I do what I want, right? Am I making sense? I hope that I'm making sense because conversations are hard. They can be hard. And as I also mentioned, you know, previously, you know, there are conversations that need to be had, but they're difficult. Like what you're saying may not necessarily be like mean or rude, but just if you're talking to an overly sensitive person, that molehill can turn into a mountain. You see what I'm saying? So it makes the simple conversation like you really have to think like, oh, you remember in Avengers Infinity War when Doctor Strange was sitting there and he ran his mind through like 100,000 different outcomes or something like that. That's literally what you have to do to like kind of foreshadow how a conversation is going to go with with certain types of people. And then what happens? You don't have the conversation or people say, wait until you're in a good headspace and then try to have the conversation. Don't have the conversations while you're upset or, or feeling some type of way. That's great advice. But does that really matter if you're talking to a particular kind of person? I don't know. I need to have some conversations. I just don't know how to have them. And I think that that's also contributing to my stress. But then I also think that these conversations would not even need to happen in the first place if I were just back in my zone and back in my element and I'm just not there. I'm just not there. I want more people to be more vocal about needing space. I want more people to be more vocal about needing solitude. I want people to feel more confident with letting people know, hey, I need to process what you just said to me. I can't give you an answer right now. And if you're going to force me to give an answer, then you don't you don't really value our relationship. Because if you see that I'm visibly upset or you see that I'm visibly confused, like like what are we what are we what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm rambling again. I'm just um why you have to go and make things so complicated (laughs) why i know the answers to all these questions i just need i just i just need to know that i'm not the only one that's feeling this type of way i want to know that i'm not the only one that needs space i want to know that i'm not the only one that has a hard time formulating um formulating words and and stringing them into coherent sentences so that you can have productive conversations with people you know and I'm a Leo so that could also be playing a huge factor in this I'm just crazy anyway like to my marrow I'm crazy all right um 
and this weather's stupid. It's just got me all kinds of crazy. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it, you guys. Um, I hope that you enjoy your Friday. I hope that you have a great weekend. I hope that it is productive and you also have time to rest and relax and recharge. Make sure that you follow the show everywhere at Shades of Grey Pod. Make sure you check out the website, shadesofgraypod.com. Send me your questions so that I can answer them on the show, shadesofgraypod at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on my Instagram or Twitter. Both are at cdgray89. You can slide in my DMs, but no dick pics. <laughs> Um, If you enjoy reading, make sure you check out my book club on Facebook, Chapter Chat Book Club. Our March read is going to be Becoming by Michelle Obama, and I cannot wait. Michelle Obama, aside from penguins, is my spirit animal, okay? Just know that. And um, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.